This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Hello, football fans, and welcome to the Onside Kick. My name is Ricky Widmer, and as always, I'm joined by the Mark Weber. Dub them ease. And Mark, we've got a jam-packed show today. Well, okay. Not jam-packed, we do, but let's be honest. The big mm-hmm. thing for today is Chip Kelly's got fired. He's he gone. no longer in Philly. Ding dong, the witch of the uh, Wicked West is dead. Ding dong, the witch is dead. The Wicked so good. Witch. So good. It feels great. The city of brotherly love booted him out. I'm not even like, a Philadelphia fan, and it feels great. Oh, it like, and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. We talked about All this. All weeks on, ago, we said how we needed to get fired. It was it was it was a long time, like not a long yeah. time ago, but it was earlier this season because it was right when. And we also talked about maybe him going to USC. Well, obviously mm-hmm. that's not going to happen, but he's no longer in Philly. I'm actually surprised that he didn't manage to do enough to save his job because I really thought he was going to get to screw Philadelphia over for one more year, <laughs> just make it happen, make them even worse than they are. And they didn't even let him finish the season, which is incredible. When a coach doesn't get to finish the season. Like in week six or seven, you understand that things mm-hmm. just aren't working. But week 16, like there's one game left and you're not going to let this guy finish it. That's that's yeah, a big it was, slap in the face. It was actually earlier this month, the first day of December. Mm-hmm. We had our Chip Kelly. It was just Chip Kelly should be fired. Yeah. And then before that, October 13th, we said how would he leave the NFL mm-hmm. for USC? And before we get into Chip Kelly, I got to throw out there, we're also going to be talking some Playoff picture and then NFC Panthers and Cardinals pick them a little bit for the playoffs. But yeah, this Chip Kelly thing. And if you're an Eagles fan, and if even if you're not, if you're a football fan, you knew this was coming. This Eagles season, it's kind of like I think it was first take either Monday or Tuesday before Christmas. I was watching it, and Skip Bayless hit it perfectly. Let's be honest. The Cowboys mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season picked to win the division. They were it. They were going to win this division. Then they kind of fall off. The injuries to Dez and Romo. Then everyone's like, okay, the Eagles are the next team to win it. And they don't. They don't. They just dumpster fire. DeMarco never got going. Sam Bradford never kind of. I mean, he got better he did as the season goes on. Expected. But it's like, okay, it, it, he didn't get injured. That was the best thing about his season. And this was kind of the season, the cherry on top for Chip Kelly. You let the backup in the All-American, do you like that, beat you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Philly fans, I bet you do like that because he's fired. They're loving it right now. Yeah, Chip Kelly did not do what he needed to do. The team fell apart on him. He didn't have that connection he needed in the locker room. The players didn't want him. They didn't like him. Uh, and now it's done. He's gone now. That's pretty much as much mm-hmm. as there is to say about it. His days in the NFL, maybe not done, though. No. Yeah, we're going to get to that. But, I mean, I this to me it all started not just with this season, but before this season, the LaShawn McCoy trade. I mean, mm-hmm. you think about it. Deshaun Jackson, angry. Boom, get him out of town. He trades Nick Foles, and that was a trade when it happened. Me and you were like, really? Nick Foles for Sammy Bradford? Like, yeah, is very this, lateral. When's the master plan, Chip, going to 
come to fruition. You mm. always mentioned it, the yeah. master plan. Eventually, I thought it had to make sense because it was so insane. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have been this bad of a personnel manager and coach. There had to be some light at the end of the tunnel. I just couldn't see. Well, Proves that I was right. And then he no had the LaShawn McCoy for, and I'm going to quote SVP with um, Tim Kirch and the Kiko Alonso. And I, obviously, I don't do it as well as SVP, but that whole trade, Kiko getting injured mm-hmm. week, what was that, week one, the Falcons game, he got injured? And it was like, okay, well, we knew that was going to happen because he tore his ACL again, which he did before, but you get rid of LaShawn McCoy. Sammy Rafford, Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. This is a team that went 10-6 and six his first year. Yeah. And now they're going to go maybe 7-9, and 6-10, and 10, depending on what they do week 17. Yeah, it's just, it's so funny to me of the experiment didn't work. You know, that's what, it's one of these times where exper- their NFL's experimenting with things, and everyone was saying Chip Kelly is going to revolutionize the NFL. He's going to change things. He really didn't do anything. It worked that the first year. It worked with, the first year with Andy Reid's team that Andy Reid built, uh, that was successful. No, constantly. I'm saying like his style caught people off guard that oh, first yeah, year, as it always is. It tired it tired people out. But the one thing you got to think of is each and every year mm-hmm. teams are getting faster and faster, and he came in right when that was getting going. It was kind of revving up and kind of going up and up. Now teams want to go faster than ever. And now teams also knew what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a surprise of we just can't keep up. Now as we can keep up, we know what you're going to do. We know how to stop it. Um, so it's interesting to me that it he was there. He wasn't the first to try any of the things that he was trying, but he was the first, I guess, to really embody all of it in one situation, get the power that he had, and man, did it fail. It failed spectacularly. Did it fail, or was this just the worst year? Because you look at his first year. He proved that he doesn't know how to make the personnel decisions. That's a pretty big failure. Let's look at this, though, and this is the flip side to it. The personnel Mm. mistakes are, of course, that's why he got fired. But if you look at it record-wise, 10-6, and they win the division. That's his first year. You could say, oh, well, he won it with Andy Reid's guys. Year number two. A 10-6 and six year mm-hmm. misses the playoffs, though. But they did go 10-6, and six, so back-to-back 10-6 and six seasons. He's 20-12. and 12. Mm-hmm. Now the almost reverse if they lose this weekend to, I think they're playing the Giants. So if the Giants win, 6-10. and 10. Yeah. Well, he went 6-9 and because he ain't going to get that last loss. But mm-hmm. there's he's gotten 10-10 and then 6 wins. Could someone make the case of maybe he didn't need to get fired right now? No, because he lost the locker room. The team didn't respect him. They weren't playing. This is a team that should have been playing better. He made bad decisions in personnel. He proved that he does not know how to manage an NFL team because he's trying to do it like he manages college teams, and it just Mm -hmm. doesn't work. He also shows that he needs to be the guy. You know, He needs to be the boss. He needs to be the lord... Of Philadelphia, and it's not it's not working. The organization should not have given him that much power, that much control. Because look what happened. You, you know, your team's basically going to have to go into rebuild mode. Yeah, there's a reason why there's a head coach and a general manager. Yeah, and they are not the same person. Exactly, and not only that, but your team no longer has a quarterback now. 
Because Nick Foles, at least you had a guy who was there. Now you have to draft out. one. Sammy Bradford's not going to stay. He was there for one year. Now you He's have gone. to draft one. Yep, it's not going to be do. Vic. It's not, you know, there's no, there's nobody in the pipeline just ready to go because, mm-hmm. you know, Geno, Geno Smith's on the Jets. My, I apologize for that. Uh, there's nobody there who's going to be ready. So you're going to have to go to the draft. You're going to have to hope for free agency. But free agency, I mean... There's some okay guys, and we'll talk about them later. But I think you get a new coach. He comes in. He's going to want his guy. He's going to pick him in the draft. Handcuff. Mm-hmm. You better hope that quarterback's good. Otherwise, you know, two, three years, you're going to need a new coach again. Now, I am going to, before we get into, because we're going to get into what the Eagles should do post-chip, who they should hire, and where Chip could could go or will most likely go. There's one team that both... Me and Mark are thinking about, but the first thing I want to get into is what you mentioned. You don't have a quarterback on that roster, and the first thing that the Eagles now need to do is they got to go ahead and get that quarterback. You had mm-hmm. Nick Foles. Now you don't have him. If the the draft order holds up as of right now, the Eagles would have they wouldn't have a top ten pick. They'd be outside the top ten and. The way I see it, the Browns are probably going to take Paxton Lynch. Probably. Even though in my mock draft, I had the Browns going Joey Bosa, they're probably going to go quarterback. Let's be honest. That's what the Browns do. Dallas could go quarterback. Niners could go quarterback. That's two teams, three teams in the top ten. Before anybody yells at Ricky, Jerry Jones declared that quarterback is a high need. For this coming off, I said season. could. I didn't say they would. I'm yeah, just saying like I'm, that's I'm why I'm saying could. Here. Yeah, Jerry Jones is saying that they need a quarterback, and they could. And and let's be honest, the Cowboys are most likely going to try to get Johnny Manziel and have him sit behind Romo. But if they don't, and they see a Jared Goff or a Paxton Lynch sitting mm-hmm. there, Jerry Jones has done crazier things. He's done way crazier things. For sure. For sure. Yeah, there's a lot that could happen that, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles are not in the best position to get that quarterback that they Mm -hmm. want. Uh, You know, unfortunate for them. But really, I mean, there's a lot of things that that are going to need to get fixed for the Philadelphia Eagles. It'll probably take a few years Mm -hmm. to really start getting that going. Um, But, you know, they got some good parts. You know, you got something good to to start off with. If you want to go pro style offense, man, can you do it? You know, well, you got Demarco Murray. You got yeah. the best running back in the league. It'll be well if you're gonna, especially if you're going to go back to the pro style. Yeah, just come back. All you have to do is do what Dallas did two years ago. Yeah, do what they did two years ago. If only uh, Jason Garrett was going to get fired, then you can go get him too. <laughs> yeah, as a guy who should get fired, someone who shouldn't be making it to week seventeen because he has not done anything worthwhile. Um, but yeah. It'll be it'll be a little bit of a rebuild. But do we want to talk about – what do we want to talk about first? Where let's Chip Kelly is going to go? Let's talk about the Eagles first. Okay. Let's see what they are going to do. We'll, we'll get into Chip mm-hmm. Kelly. We all know what team we're all thinking about with Chip Kelly. But what do the Eagles do? And I'm going to throw out a crazy one. Uh-huh. Not saying it happens for sure. But I'm just going to throw this out and see what you think, Mark. Yeah. Sean Payton, Eagles head coach. It'd be interesting. Because um, I know Drew Brees came out and said, well, I, I see a good chance that we come back. I don't see a 2016 without me and Sean Payton here in New Orleans. 
Yeah. But Sean Payton's a guy where his name has been linked to the Black Monday, they call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I want to believe Sean. I mean, I want to believe Drew Brees. If he gets fired, though, he's going to Philly. I could see it. But there's somebody who I think is more likely to end up in Philly. Hit me. That's Adam Geist in Chicago. See, he's one that, I'll be Adam honest. Geist. I'll be honest. Me as a Vikings fan, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't leave Chicago because he's done great things with Cutler. Mm-hmm. I hate Cutler, but Cutler works good with Adam. And I think it would work well because he likes he likes quick passes. He likes a strong run game, mm-hmm. as you know, has Murray. been shown. He's kind of... I kind of feel like he's not the hot guy yet. I feel like he's more likely to be the hot guy after next well, season. He's not as hot. He was hot last season. Yeah. And it just but didn't I, work out. But I feel like some people looked at him and went, uh, but look at the Chargers hired Mike McCoy and look at how McCoy's mm. doing. He could be out of a job. Exactly. And he's done good things with Jay Cutler of Matt Forte, Jeremy Langford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's without really, you know, a great wide receiver because Alshon yeah. Jeffrey's been injured all the time. Uh, and Philadelphia has the strong running back. They're going to work on eventually getting that quarterback. They don't have the best wide receivers. You know, similar situation mm-hmm. to the Chicago Bears in a rebuild. They might go for him and say, hey, you know, we know that this past year hasn't been the best because you were in a rebuilding team, but we, we think you did enough with what you barely had. Mm-hmm. We think you can do good things with what we barely have. Here you go. He's a young guy. He's had some success. Uh, and, you know, I think it would work for what the Philadelphia Eagles have in place right now that they can just continue building on that. Do they go defensive, though? Do they go a defensive-minded head coach? Or do you need an offensive coach to work with DeMarco Murray? I say DeMarco Murray's the strongest thing that you have on this team. Go with that. Go with what was going to work well. Uh, the defense is not that great. It's got some rebuilding to do, so maybe you do want to get somebody in there who can help rebuild it. But the NFL, I don't know. The NFL seems to have a soft spot in its heart for offensive guys. Because you know what everyone's going to pull out there, right? The It's, it's going to be a joke, but it's going to be, oh, the John Gruden to the Eagles. Oh, everyone wants John Gruden John all the Gruden's time. coming out of the Monday night booth to coach the Eagles, baby. No, no way. Bringing him to the promised land. He Not did it happen. in Oakland. He's going to do it. In, he did it in Tampa. He'll do it with the Eagles. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, he doesn't have the benefit of a better coach before him to give How him a good team. How about this? Can I throw Such one out Tampa. there that won't happen, but it's fun to think about? Sure. Do the Eagles make the mistake and get the stank on their team? Do they hire the stank of Mark Tressman mm-hmm. to be their head coach? I mean, Mark Tressman hasn't done anything good in Baltimore. Baltimore's a bad Does team Mark with Tressman bad Does Mark either try to be a head coach again? Oh, I think he would try. I think if he got the opportunity, he would Do you take think it. he's going to put in for the job? Can he put his name in? I mean, <laughs> can he do that? He hasn't done anything good. I'm actually surprised. I'm amazed, actually, that he's— That he still has a job? Yeah, because offense has been terrible. It's really been bad. So I'm, I'm surprised. I'll tell you, if Michigan wasn't as good as they were this year, mm. I'd throw Harbaugh's name in there. However— yeah. He will, he's going to want to stay. Well, Michigan, they're in a good bowl game. They yeah. had a good season. They're going to have a good season next year. Let's talk about Chip. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm looking at an ESPN article that very gut reaction, just 
It says vote semicolon. That's how it starts. That's how you know it's going to be a gut reaction. They have four choices. Where's Chip Kelly going to be next year? College, Titans, Browns, another NFL team. Guess which one leads? Titans. Titans at 45%. Guess what number two is? Probably college. College at 37 Here's what I think Chip Kelly should do. But where is he going to go in college? All the jobs are filled. The good jobs are. Yeah. I think, well, in an ideal world, here's what I would tell Chip Kelly to do. Sit this year out. The good teams the don't Smith. need you. Yeah, pull the Lovey Smith. You'll get there'll be a good team that in a good situation that needs a coach next year in college football. Go for that. You worked well in college. You can work well in college again. Do what I keep saying he should do. Go to the SEC. Get the brand name that's going to help you bring those guys in because the Pac-12 didn't have the same brand name effectiveness that the SEC does. There's only one way. There's two ways he goes to college. Mm -hmm. Is if a college coach that we have not yet seen makes the jump to the NFL, much like Chip did, or Texas decides, you know what, now that Chip's out there, you know what, Charlie Strong? No, you're fired. Mm-hmm. We're going to go after Chip Kelly to bring him to Austin, Texas. Yeah, I don't necessarily see that being the case. Hook him horns, baby. There's just, yeah. Chip the Kelly in the burnt orange. Chip Kelly needs to get back to college. Um, and there's just not the team that works for him. But maybe he's willing to just take somewhere that's going to give him good money. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's just going to get that paycheck and hey, start he want, building up. If he wants to stay in the NFL. The Titans would be a good fit only because he has the rapport with Marcus Mariota. Yeah. I He's think, got that rapport. Here's what here's what I say about that. I think that you know, it's unfortunate because the Titans have good building blocks. But unlike when Chip Kelly came in and Andy Reid already had a team established, there's not a team there. Yeah, but Marcus Mariota can run his but offense. That means what's Chip Kelly's first thing he's gonna ask? Personnel. Mm-hmm. I want control over personnel. And what has he proven he can't do? build an NFL team with control over personnel. He's going to want that type of control, and it's not going to work out. Like you just don't give it out. to him. You say, you know what? We'll see. And I think if that is the case, that's the thing that I think Chip Kelly might say, all right, I'll go to college. And I if have he does, there. then fine. But, I mean, you can't let – to me, I if, if he goes to the Titans, the Titans can't make the same mistake the Eagles did. No, it's already proved. They that can't. It doesn't work. And to me – and. With the Titans, all they need to run – well, the main thing they need to run the Chip Kelly system is a running back. If they get – I would say even Ezekiel Elliott mm-hmm. could fit the Chip Kelly system with a quarterback like Marcus Mariota that knows how to run that system. Yeah, I just think in that case too, I would feel – what do we say about these quarterbacks? They become good and they last when they become Russell Wilson, when they become Cam Newton. More Cam, more to me, more Cam Newton. I mean, I know Russell Wilson went to Super Bowls, mm. but Cam Newton's becoming more of that, like the leader, that pocket but, guy that we're seeing. Yeah, but I'm saying that, yeah, you when you become the guy who's gonna pass first, or like that's when you're successful, or like they said, oh, what game was I watching? It was some college game, and they mm. were comparing him to Big Ben because they said, oh, this guy reminds him of Big Ben because he's scram- Blake Bortles. That was it, it wasn't yeah. a college game. He runs to pass, not to run. And that's he scrambles to pass. And I'm not saying that Chip Kelly can't have Marcus Mariota do that, but I think Chip Kelly and Marcus Mariota, they're really going to have that reminiscent, remember what we did in Oregon? Mm-hmm. Let's try and do that And again. then if it's not successful right away because the rest of the team is kind of, eh, 
then I think that'll work poorly for him. And I think it'll also get his quarterback killed. His quarterback did just get hurt. He didn't play this, mm-hmm. you know, this past game because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's already a bad sign when the mobile quarterback gets hurt that first time. You get nervous. That's why the Titans said we're not rushing him back. Uh-huh. We're going to let him heal because they don't want to have an RG3 situation happen. And I just feel that Chip Kelly, coaching Marcus Mariota again, Mariota's career is going to be very short, not because he's not good, but because he's going to get hurt too many times. Okay, so let's move to... We've got some big games this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, to move a little bit away from the Eagles, we've got some playoff implications going on in the NFL with our last week. The big one is the AFC wild card. You've got the Jets and the Steelers. They're the main two. Jets win and they're in. If the Jets lose, Steelers win, they're in. First question I'm going to ask you, Mark, out yeah. of the two, better chance to make the playoffs, Jets or Steelers? Well, I would say that the Jets have the better chance to get into the playoffs because all they got to do is win. They're playing the Bills. The Steelers are playing the, the Browns. Browns. Now, with that being said, which game is easier? Steelers-Browns. That's an easier game. Although the Browns do play the Steelers tough. And they, the Bills did beat the not Jets this year, but on Thursday night earlier this yeah. year in so the colorblind game. There's a lot of mystery up in the air with this, with this whole situation here. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. It's going to be very exciting. The Browns did not play the Steelers close at all. The Steelers, I mean, the, the Jets did play close to the Bills, even though they lost. However, Johnny Mantell's been playing better since he came yeah. back on this four-game stint. And he, he has gone a little bit better right now, so it's very, very hard. I honestly say this one's about as close to flip a coin as you can get in mm-hmm. the NFL because there's the Jets are going to have trouble with the Bills, and the Steelers are probably going to win this game against the Browns. Do you think that Bill Belichick— did what he did this last week with the coin toss mm-hmm. to play some mind games with the Steelers and say, you know what, if we lose, we don't have to see the Steelers in the playoffs? No, no. Bill Belichick tries to win games. He doesn't Does he, doesn't, he? he doesn't make risks like Does that. Does he? That's why we're not going to put the ball in arguably the best quarterback in the league this year? No. Him and that Cam would, Newton? That seemed more just bad communication and confusion. Like a puss? Yeah, I agree. It's it, Honestly, <laughs> that seemed to me more like they just didn't know what was going on. You you met Hasselbeck, Beckett. I want the ball and we're going to score. No, you don't say we're going to score because <laughs> then you don't score. We want the ball and we're going to score. That's I'm going to throw the ball to a guy who scores. <laughs> That's it what's going to happen. It was Al Harris who picked that off too. But no, with me, I kind of like this Jets team. And the reason being is, hey, Ryan Fitzpatrick has reinvented himself with the Jets this season. And, I mean, I think it's Chan Gailey, who's the offensive coordinator with the Jets. He worked with them when they were both in Buffalo. Hey, you know what? He's doing good things. He's being a quarterback, and it doesn't hurt when you got Brandon Marshall out there catching footballs. Yeah, uh, anyone can be good with Brandon Marshall out there being Brandon Marshall. Um, Brandon Marshall was on a mission to prove to the Chicago Bears organization that he should not have been traded, and he's making a very good point. Hey, I made I made that I made that exact statement too. I want to say I was talking mm. to Brandon or something where it was just like, hey, you know what? Should the Bears have not traded Brandon Marshall? Well, hindsight's great and all it's that. Twenty twenty, and Kevin White's hurt, so that really is what does it. Uh, if Kevin White was there, actually healthy, maybe we wouldn't care. Maybe it would be the same thing. Uh, who knows? But with the way things are, Chicago might be going, 
Wish we had that other that well, other wide receiver. And right I think now. with Chicago, the reason why it's like okay, maybe we shouldn't have traded B. Marshall is because mm-hmm. Kevin White's been injured. Yeah, because if, if he was healthy, you forget assume, about him. We assume that he's going to play well it, enough. The way it reminds me is when you dump that girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then you get a new one, and then it's like okay, everything's great. I forgot the old one because I'm with the new one kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, in this case, the girlfriend's injured, so you haven't had that relationship, and all you're doing is thinking about the old one. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Alshon hasn't been Alshon this year. Oh, for sure. Well, he's been hurt. He's been hurt the majority of the season, essentially. But no, I think the Jets, for me, because, I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are already in. And that's mm-hmm. another thing we can get into is if the Chiefs win and the Broncos lose, Chiefs are the three, Broncos are the five. Yeah. And that's going to help the Chiefs out quite a bit. And the Chiefs would be, I want to say, the first team to lose five straight and then go off on a tangent to where they, mm-hmm. what, win 10 or 11 games? I think making the young quarterback, Brock Osweiler, an experienced quarterback, play hey, more playoff games. He proved himself, though, on Monday on night. Road, he that's proved gonna himself against the Bengals, though. Sure. I mean, it was a home game, but he yeah. proved himself. But having a quarterback go into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And play road games, play more games. You know that's going to be difficult. That's going to be hard for them. Yeah, they wouldn't get the Broncos aren't getting a buy no matter what. But yeah. at least to be on the road, that's going to help. Well, out. okay, the Bron- the Broncos can still get first mm-hmm. if they win and both the Bengals and Pats lose. They're number one in the AFC, so they can still get number one. They can still get number two. They can still get number three, or they can get number five if they lose. Yeah. But if they lose and the Chiefs lose, they're number three for sure. Mm. And the team that, I mean, because Brock the Cock, Cockadoodle-Doo, got to throw that out there. He proved something to me last night on Monday Night Football where I'm sitting there in overtime, and part of me was rooting for the tie, Mark. The reason why is if the tie happened, Texans win the South, Colts are eliminated. Bye-bye, kiss of death in full effect. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want of the kiss of death to be finite. Ricky Widmer ruined your season before it started. However, the team that, like, I have the most questions about going into the playoffs, the Bengals. This is a team that could still get home field throughout if they win and the Patriots lose. Mm -hmm. However, they need Andy Dalton back for the playoffs if they want to change their playoff fortune. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, A.J. McCarron supposedly has a sprained wrist, too. He's done okay in the stopgap, but he's not the answer in the playoffs. Well, especially if he's got a sprained yeah. wrist. Yeah, like, he's definitely not going to do it. Then that's going to ruin, you know, your Mark, future in the Mark's NFL. sitting there going, Ricky, Ricky, did you just hear what I said? I said he has a sprained wrist. He's hurt, supposedly. Or it's just, you know, a convenient excuse. But he's hurt. Could be a convenient excuse. Yeah, I'm sure it could. Just like Peyton Manning's been hurt for all this time. Convenient excuse to move on to Brock Osweiler. Oh, if Brock loses the Monday night game, I totally agree with the ESPN guys. You put If they lost that game, mm-hmm. then this game against the Chargers would have been Peyton. You're going out there no matter, like, we need you. No matter whatever you can give us, that's what you get. The future's now, Ricky. The future has been now. It's been here since Brock the Cock started. It's been there ever since. Well, And because you brought up Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a two-part question. All right. Part one, does Peyton Manning deserve a better send-off than he's getting this season because of everything that's happened? And two, does this Peyton Manning season remind you a little bit of Brett Favre's last year in the NFL? It doesn't really remind me of Brett Favre's last year, only... 
Well, Brett Favre got destroyed week yeah. 16. This, to me, honestly feels more like the organization has made the decision behind closed doors. Hey, we're moving on. We're going to so let kinda you. kind of like the Colts. Yeah, we're going to let you be injured. Even if maybe they didn't even have the conversation to Peyton, but we're going to let Peyton get injured. Not get, but be injured and yeah. be injured for this rest of the season. And we're just going to quietly move on and hope nobody notices. If Brock loses week 17 mm-hmm. this week. Do you put Peyton in for the wild card? No, you you've already you've already passed that up. Brock is your your starting quarterback now. For now, for next season, for the future, is he's this, your guy. So this is more of a Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers relationship with an actual teacher because Peyton Manning's going to teach Brock much mm. like Brett Favre did. Brett Favre was like, just sit behind me, young man. I don't know that Peyton Manning's doing all that much teaching though either. Well, I mean, you had um, who was it? I want to say it was Ware or whoever they had mm. on from the Broncos defense on Monday night. Uh, countdown. He said that Brock and Peyton are like brothers out there, and they're always talking and in practice, always like mm. sharing information. And then Brock Osweiler tries to put his helmet on. And <laughs> goes, no, 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 and no. Peyton goes, no, no, no. This is my throwing. Drills. Patience, young Padawan. Um, <laughs> Al Jazeera doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and to answer the question of does he deserve a better send off? No, because he hasn't played well. I mean, he really has not played well. The Broncos organization, I think, are doing what an organization should. Saying, and this is funny, this is coming from a Chicago Bears fan where we got tons of shit mm-hmm. for, for you know how we send off Brian Urlacher uh, and even Lance Briggs. But it was, and Devin Hester. Wasn't Lance Briggs, though, kind of a dick? Oh, he was always a dick. Okay. A huge dick. Um, I, I say that because he always seemed like the guy who just wanted money. Uh, that's what he always seemed like. But with that being said... The organization did what they should. They protected themselves as an organization and said, you know what? It doesn't matter that we have this Hall of Famer here. We are going to play whoever is going to win us games. Peyton Manning has done enough to win us most Mm -hmm. of these games, but he doesn't seem like the guy who's going to go and win us a Super Bowl right now. Yeah. Brock the Cock, at least he's got the ability to get excitement in there. It's something new. Maybe he can Tom Brady this. Mm Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to talk about with the playoffs, and this moves over to the NFC a little bit. Before we move over to the NFC, I just want to mention Patriots can lose. If they lose, mm-hmm. they can lose home field advantage. There, I said it. But in the NFC, we already know the six teams that are going to be there. However, and I told you before we hit the record button, Mark, that I was mm-hmm. going to throw this out. Okay. Me as a Vikings fan, yeah. if the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, 3-25 start Chicago time. If they beat the Seahawks in Arizona, I'm going to kind of be rooting for the Packers on Sunday night football. And you may be sitting there and some Viking fans may have already thrown their glass, thrown something at the wall because or disowned me as a Vikings fan. As you should. But here's my reasoning. The reason why is if the Cardinals win, the Vikings have two situations that can happen. We can either beat the Packers in Lambeau, which would be great. However, then we got to play Seattle at home. I'm sorry. I've read that book. I know how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to lose that game. Then, or we lose to the Packers and go on the road and play, do you like that? I like that a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yes, are Kurt. a safer team. Kurt, I like that a lot better. However, if Seattle wins, then I'm rooting for the Vikings because then I'd rather have a home playoff game than go back to Lambeau. 
Yeah, but the Redskins, too, you know, they've been scoring pretty well. They haven't had a problem scoring points. And I know that the Vikings have kept teams low scoring, mm-hmm. but Kirk Cousins has not had an issue to score, especially with, you know, Jordan Reed, the guy who I say is not unstoppable. You know, he yeah. is unstoppable. Uh, we all know that. Well, I just feel like out of all the playoff teams, the Redskins mm-hmm. are the weakest. Yeah. I, let's Seattle and Green Bay beat each other up in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Let that happen. But at the same time, I mean, it is dangerous because you've already lost to the Seahawks. You've already lost to the Cardinals. You know, you've already lost to the Packers. However, I feel like we can—the thing with the Cardinals is if we get to go back— mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It plays out like this. Then let's say the Seahawks beat the Packers. Mm-hmm. Well, they're the sixth. They get to go play Carolina. We'd get a rematch. Yeah. With the Cardinals, we can beat the Cardinals. It was a close game. I mean, the, Cardinal, the Cardinals beat us. It was a great yeah. Thursday night game. It was but the we, closest of the games that you've lost. Yes, but we can beat them. I know we can beat them if Teddy Two Gloves doesn't fumble. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you, you're on a good streak right now for the Vikings. You Don't beat the Bears really well. You beat the Giants extremely well. You lose to the Packers. You lose all yeah. that momentum, and you're skidding into the playoffs. And I don't think you want to do that. I think you want to go in with your heads up high, feeling like you're on top of the world, feeling like you are an actual team that can go to the playoffs and win games. But can we beat Seattle at home? I know they don't have probably Thomas not. Rawls in this one. They had Thomas Rawls the last time. Yep. You probably can't. But, but Doug Baldwin torched us. 38-7. to seven. Yeah. Yeah, he, you're not feeling good. I, and that's why I honestly, I would take the loss. I would actually, you know, if, if I know Mike Zimmer's not going to do this. Mm-hmm. And you could, I know you're going to say it messes up momentum, but if the Cardinals, if the Cardinals win, I'm sitting the starters. I'll sit the starters, throw everyone out there. I'll take my, I will take my chances with the Redskins. No, I don't like that move. I would take my chances with the Redskins and here's, save my starters. Here's one thing that scares me about your Vikings, Ricky. Yes, they've got a good defense. They don't let teams score on them that mm-hmm. often. Yeah, they got one of the best you know, running games, but that passing game is one of the worst in the NFL. That's what scares That's why me. We for need your a team. wide receiver in the draft. And here's the one thing I'm throwing out there. And this is for all you Viking fans that are like, this is paining you to listen to this because I am a Vikings fan. This is me as my fandom. Kind are you of, a Vikings fan well, though? I'm t- I'm talking it out to you guys. I am literally talking the what's going struggle. on in my head with you guys and. Here's the only thing I can think of, and this would be a win-win for Vikings fans. Or do we say, fuck it, let's just win the North, and whatever happens in the playoffs happens. That's what you should then do. Then we can say we won the North and carry that into next season. That's, that's, how, I, that's how I should feel. Yeah. But me, I'm, I've am i got these grand gestures of a Super Bowl. Remember. I'm trying to Chip Kelly master plan it all the way to the yeah. Super Bowl. Remember, Cub fan, be like the Bears. <laughs> Our... Season is a joke, it's a waste, it's a wash, whatever, but we beat the Packers. But the Vikings don't have Jake Arrieta. Lambeau. We don't have a Jake Arrieta. We beat the Packers in Lambeau. Nothing else matters. Do you think Jake Arrieta could play quarterback? Probably. Or would he be a wide receiver like Jeff Samarja? He would throw that ball real fast. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to hurt some hands out there. It's kind of like Brett Favre. Yeah. But the last thing we're going to talk about on this podcast, Mark, we're going to talk about the other two NFC teams that we haven't touched yet. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, Panthers. If you had to pick one yeah. to say, 
they have the best chance to win the Super Bowl. Or let's just say win the NFC. All right. They have the best chance to win, F- win the NFC, go to the Super Bowl. Who are you picking, Carolina, Arizona? Those two questions for me are the same. Who has the best chance to win the Super Bowl and who has the best chance to win the NFC? The answer is the Carolina Panthers, without a doubt. They're the best team in the NFL. Uh, you know, having the Honey Badger get hurt, that's not a good thing for the uh, the Cardinals. They proved that, hey, they're still doing all right. Yeah, Bethel, did, Bethel did fine. He did that. it A-OK. No, nothing wrong there. Shut down, Eddie Lacy. Like we've talked about on the podcast, uh, losing a game was not a bad thing for the Carolina Panthers. They've tasted a loss. They've had the blood in their mouth. They don't want that feeling again. They're going to go into the playoffs angry, hungry, maybe a little hurt mm-hmm. with that chip on their shoulder saying, we are not going to lose another game. Now, here's the thing, and I take this from Mike and Mike. It was Mike Golick and someone else who were mm-hmm. talking about this, and it was one of those things where Mike Golick was on the side of he doesn't believe that the loss was as good for the Panthers as everyone thinks because when you look at it, it's like, it's a loss. Don't try to tell me you're happy with a loss. Oh, it's a loss. But it's a learning experience. This team has not experienced a loss. The way I see it is much like you said. Mm-hmm. Now the Panthers can go into this, into the playoffs and say, we're not perfect. Yeah, we have flaws. If they went in undefeated, they could get a. Le- I wouldn't. Say, I'm not saying they would, but they could get a level head and say, you know, what? we're the we're the best. We're perfect. Well, they'll get nothing's copied. wrong with us. They won't have a level head in that case. Yeah, now their heads are a little bit more level. Yeah, it's you know it's interesting. Now it does remind me of, of course, when uh, when the Green Bay Packers were 15 and one not mm-hmm. too long ago, and what did they do? Almost immediately get knocked out of the playoffs. I'm a little nervous about that for didn't Carolina. They, didn't they run into the buzzsaw, which was Pete Carroll and the Seahawks stuff? Yeah. They always run into Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, <laughs> and they always get beat. Uh, you know, it does make me a little bit nervous for the Carolina Panthers. Who are they going to play? Probably, you know, maybe it's going to be Minnesota. Maybe it'll gonna be the, the Seahawks. Well, if Minnesota wins the North, it won't be Minnesota because I don't think Green Bay loses to the Redskins. Yeah, but let's be real So here. it's either going to be— gonna, are, the, are the Vikings going to beat Green Bay? Probably not. So they're probably not going to win the division. Well, then it depends. Well, if Arizona wins, mm-hmm. then it would be the Seahawks would be the sixth seed. So they're probably going to play the Seahawks. Let's be yeah. honest. They can play the Seahawks, and they can play the Seahawks well. They could. Seahawks, it's tough for anybody to beat the Seahawks. And any playoff game is tough, for sure. While we're talking about the Seahawks, remember when they, who was it they beat? They beat the Saints. Mm-hmm. And they beat them That was on the 7-9. Yeah, that, that was when seven beast and nine mode year. became a real thing. That was a great year. I mean, this was, and this is me pulling back a, do you mind if I tell a personal story about that game? I will allow it. Okay. This is when we were in college, Mm -hmm. and I was a DJ at um, College Radio Station, WXAV 88.3 FM in Chicago. We did a sports show, much like this, but it was live radio, not Mm -hmm. a podcast. And one of my co-hosts said, if the Seahawks win, First it was if they make the playoffs, he shaved his head. Mm-hmm. Then he said, if they beat the Saints, I'll shave my eyebrows. Shaved his eyebrows. Yeah, he had no hair. No he had hair. no hair. He had, no, he had bald head, chrome dome, no mm-hmm. eyebrows. So with that being said, yeah, I mean, the Carolina Panthers, I think, should be a little bit nervous, though, because it just reminds me of that, mm-hmm. the you know situation of we are on top of the world, we get knocked out immediately. Because it is hard to be that team that just barely loses any games or doesn't lose any games. 
and then goes to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl too. It's a hard thing to do. Um, so, I don't know. I think this game against the Buccaneers is very important for the Carolina Panthers to reestablish that momentum. You can't lose two games and skid into the playoffs. That's no. bad. That's well, a bad sign. Well, you can't sign. lose home field advantage to the Cardinals either. Yeah. And that is the team that I would pick out of the two, the Cardinals, because even though they have two losses, all year they've been consistently good. That defense doesn't... It's kind of like the Honey Badger. Honey Badger doesn't give a shit. This defense doesn't give a shit Mm -hmm. whether he's injured or not. They're going to come in. They're going to play their game. And to me, the reason why I have so much confidence in them, Carson Palmer, baby. He's been healthy. He is having the Kurt Warner-like season that Kurt Warner had for the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. That season of like, you know what? Kurt's going to retire. He wants to go out on top. Now, is Carson going to retire? Probably not. But you know it would be a great Super Bowl? Cardinals defeat the mm-hmm. Bengals. That'd be, that'd Carson be Palmer yeah. defeats his old team that he had to retire to get out of. Yeah. If I'd only, have to go to Oakland to go to I was going to say, if only he could somehow also be Oakland in this mess, that would be oh, fantastic. That would be great. It's not possible, but it, only if it could have happened. That would have been great. Uh, well, Arizona's going to let they'll let him play for the Chiefs so that he can beat Oakland. Yeah. You guys can borrow our quarterback for this game. <laughs> we'll we'll swap quarterbacks for a game. We'll no, take we'll, Alex we'll Smith. take him back. He'll play both games. It'll be yeah. great. <laughs> he won't be tired yeah, at all. One's a noon game, one's a 3. Yeah, he'll be fine. 325 game. He'll be fine. Yeah, Carson Palmer is he's the key to this team and you know what would be an even better story for this team? They get to the Super Bowl. Guess who comes back Super Bowl Sunday? CJ2K. They have all their running backs back, and they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that'll help. It's just interesting when Larry you, Fitzgerald finally gets his Super yeah. Bowl ring. It's interesting when you look at these teams because this is our NFC Championship. So it should be. It, it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be. It's Unless either somebody be, surprises. It's either going to be Cardinals, Panthers, or Seahawks, Cardinals. Those those are the two in my mind. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Because the Seahawks, to me, have caught the rhythm at the right time again. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the Pete Carroll rhythm. I said it long ago. You knew this was going to happen. I said it long ago. This had to happen. And by you, I don't mean the collective you. I mean Mark Weber. Yeah, this was gonna ha- <laughs> this was going to happen. They were a good team. The bad start, you know, I guess that's just what the Seattle Seahawks like to do. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be, I think the NFC, I've said it this whole time, is just the better Mm-hmm. Conference. I don't think many people would disagree with me in this situation, unless you're fans of the Broncos, the Patriots, etc. And I, I, this is where I see our Super Bowl champion coming from. I God, hope. Could you imagine I if Brock the Cock beat Seattle in the Super Bowl? Hey, Peyton, guess what you couldn't do? Get out yeah. of town. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Cock a doodle do. That would be kind of fun. But before we wrap this uh, this show up, I got one more question for you. Sure. The Colts need nine things to happen this Sunday okay, in order to make the playoffs. Not going to read through them all. You can go and Google it if you really want to know. There's about nine different things that need to happen, eight on top of them winning. Do the Colts make the playoffs? Nope. Or give me a percentage that this these nine things may happen. I will give you a wonderful percentage, all right? Now, first of all, let's mention that they got to beat the Titans. That's doable. There's one thing that could happen. But here. the Jaguars also have to beat the Texans. Yeah. Not a chance. Not a chance. They're Zero also is like percent. The Falcons have to win. The Cardinals have to lose. The Saints have to lose. There's a lot of things like they Patriots, just, Bengals, guys, and Broncos have to lose. 
Josh Freeman just got signed by the Indianapolis Colts. This is how desperate <laughs> this team is. That is how desperate they are. Uh, I, I hope they don't make it only because, like I said, I want the Ricky Widmer kiss of death to just be extra sweet. It killed the Cowboys. The Cowboys yeah. were... I can't remember exactly who I had winning. I want to say I had the Colts winning. You had the Colts, I'm pretty sure. But I remember that NFC Championship where I said, first off, I said Cowboys are going to win in Green Bay mm-hmm. to get the divisional, and then right they're going to beat the Seahawks. Yeah, nope. To get to the Super Bowl, and the Colts were going to beat the Patriots. They were going to beat Peyton Manning, then beat Tom Brady, then win the Super Bowl. Nope. They can, Andrew Luck. They can't beat Brock the Cock. And I, I, I have to apologize to Brian Lutes because as I, in in our last question, I may have kiss of death his Cardinals again. So I'm I'm sorry, Brian, if I did, but the Cardinals are just a, they're they're my better team than up, baby than the Panthers. But that's gonna do it for the onside kick. I want to thank you guys for listening. No matter how you listened, either the entire podcast on SoundCloud or MostValuablePodcast.com, or if you. Listened in our experimental where we broke it up on the YouTube channel. I want to thank you guys for checking out the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ricky Widmer. Mark is at the Mark Weber with two E's. Go make sure you check out mostvaluablepodcast.com where you get everything. Videos, podcasts, everything goes up there. You can bookmark it. Check it out every day. We're posting things as soon as it goes up. I want to thank you guys again for checking this out. But as always, actually, before I say as always, Tell us what you think down below with anything we talked about today. Now, as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.